Welcome back to The Blindsiders. I am joined by Brian and Dylan back to talk about episode three of Survivor 43. Uh, before we get into this episode, Dylan, this is the first time you're coming back for the season. Uh, I guess what are your thoughts so far overall? Yeah, it's really good. I love the um, I, I love the I love the boat. Uh, I love Rebe- Rebecca Romaine Stamos. She's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it seems like there's going to be a lot of lust uh, in the season. Jerry O'Connell's great. He was the fat kid in uh, Stand By Me. I don't know if a lot of people knew that. <laughs> so that's that's cool. Um, uh, uh, oh, Survivor. Uh, it is. It's. Uh, I like it. It's not like it's not overly complicated um, uh, so far. I, I really like the cast. For the most part, yeah, yeah, I just like it. I don't think that anything has been done like uh, particularly well yet, but um, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's this is actually the first week. I think a lot of it has to do because I haven't recorded with you guys yet. This is the first week that I, I feel like I felt like really, really into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had some stuff going on in the first episode. I wasn't really paying attention. Then the second one, I actually didn't even end up watching until uh, a few days after. And I really liked the second episode a lot. So, and um, I thought that this was another good episode. Like I said, no, like, uh, no, like major things are happening yet, but I'm still entertained. And it, it's, you know, I, it's nice to be back in Survivor. It feels like we're kind of in a really good groove of uh, Survivor going on, and I'm, I'm appreciating it. Yeah, no, for sure. I liked this episode too. I thought the the vote ended up being uh, more straightforward than it kind of was painted, uh, but. Uh, I think the rest of the episode was really good, and there's a lot to dig into here. So, uh, I guess we could start with uh, we got a little bit of a recap. Uh, I know uh, I think I think Dylan mentioned that he was not a fan of the uh, you know genius style extreme ways flashback at the end of last week's right. episode with the beads, uh, but we kind of got like a little bit of a rehashing of that at the start of this episode. Uh, Ryan, what were your kind of thoughts on, uh, like the, the way this has been presented? Yeah, it definitely to me was like, okay, well, we're not going to do previously on survivor, but just in case anyone missed, um, last week, this is what happened. And also we need to set up later when, uh, Carla Mm -hmm. uh, has her, uh, bead immunity, uh, scavenger. I don't know what to call it, but you, you know what I'm saying? We need to set that up for later. And, uh, I thought, you know, it was good. It, it kind of set the stage for where we're at a little bit. Um, now it seems, yeah, I don't want to jump the gun too much talking about the end of the episode, but uh, with how they went into this episode with a three and a two, now with everything that's happened, it seems like uh, Cody and, um, oh my God, Je- Jesse, yeah. Um yeah are going to potentially be in a little bit of trouble. So I think, uh, you know, that sets, sets it up well going forward. Yeah, 100%. I also think uh, it kind of served as, like, a good, like you, as you mentioned, kind of an intro to, like, multiple parts of the episode where you get the intro to Carla doing the same twist and you also get the setup that we need for the post-tribal council scenes of like kind of reestablishing where everything sits with that tribe mm-hmm. and you know how we have Noel and white kind of forming a, a little bit of a pair here because of uh, like kind of like a marriage of convenience as opposed to Dwight's yeah. past marriage, which has now failed. Hey, Dwight, if it can happen to Tom Brady, it can happen to anyone. <laughs> so is uh, Jesse is uh, Giselle. 
that's what we're running here. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, I think so. Hopefully he'll be happy to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, theory that Giselle is a witch and that's why Tom Brady looks so fucked up now. She, she sucked his soul out of him. So, I, I mean, we can say this for <laughs> You can say this for like a good show. Is that like confirmed? Sorry, I also I do want to I do want to preface by saying I got I got the sniffles, so I'm going to be occasionally muting myself because I'm breathing like very very heavy. And yeah. I also just realized my my brightness was at a hundred percent on the screen. <laughs> I was like squinting as I was trying to look. Um, is this confirmed that Tom Brady and that and she's for sure getting divorced, or is this still all rumored? I don't know. They hired lawyers, according to the New York Post, rumor. I think, Ru- but, okay. Uh... All right. So you just answered that there for me. Thank mm-hmm. you. I well, need to. And you know how to conduct myself. But it is confirmed that she's yeah. a witch. I think, um, if that's what you're asking. I think. I think we. I think previous to like a couple of days ago or like a day ago, it was like the rumors in like the the thirty to forty percent range, and right now it feels like the rumors are in like the eighty to ninety percent range. That's mm-hmm. what I would say. That was my favorite. One of my, one of my favorite tweets is like Tom Brady ruined his life just so he can play the the Carolina Panthers twice a year. <laughs> yeah, that's a man committed to the gridiron. Hey, you know what? Nothing, nothing standing his way to keep playing for another ten years now. It's all over. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, I've compared uh, I've compared Tom Brady uh, multiple instances in conversation with people to uh, the the kid from uh, Whiplash, so. And mm-hmm. Whiplash, uh, if it taught us anything, uh, if we're if we're not going to take it as a uh, <laughs> as a as a warning and more as a, an instruction manual, it's uh, in order to become the the best at your craft, you have to give up every other aspect of your life. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there you go. That's, That's my excuse. You know, I'm trying to be the best at podcasting, which is why everything else in my life is spiraling. That's what I'm telling myself, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Many many people say you're the Tom Brady of podcasting. <laughs> many, yeah, many people are saying it. Yeah. Oh man, but Dwight, uh, back to back to him. Tough tough episode last week, but I thought he he weathered it well. He didn't come out like what the hell, Jesse, you screwed me. He just kind of took it and moved forward, which is what I think you kind of need to do this early in the game. So I, I kind of, I've been thinking this too, and mainly because I watched a lot of the older seasons this past summer. I, I do you think that, do you think that there's just too many nice people in Survivor now, like too many people that are like too aware of the game, like socially? Because I, I, I am the one. My, I guess my one of my very few complaints, and it's kind of been like this for the past few seasons, uh, is that there's really, there's really like no true villain, and I, I, I think we've actually probably have talked about this before too. Mm-hmm. And I guess like it would add an inter- entertainment factor for sure, but I I really do miss like just having like someone just having like just a pure blow up. And I'm not necessarily saying it should have happened here for Dwight, um, but uh, it is something I really do miss, especially after watching like um, uh, like Heroes versus Villains, uh, having you know Johnny Fairplay, and finally watching all those seasons. It's something I was like, I was like, wow, this was this really was like peak peak reality TV right here. And I don't know, I, and it's something that I, well, a lot of people that are watching, that are going back and watching the older seasons are saying, too, is that there's just, like, there's no more villains anymore. And I think it's just because we, it's, uh, you have cast full of super fans that know it's just not going to work out for you now if, if you do do that. But I do miss it. I just wonder if, I wonder if we'll ever get that again. Um, yeah, I think we touched on it a little bit last week. Um, I think mm-hmm. we settled on 
one, Twitter is a, is a whole thing now to where people are very cautious of the, how they're going to come off. Um, I think Survivor itself probably leaves stuff on the floor to protect players because they don't want that energy anymore. It's a, it's a very different reality TV landscape um, today than it was in the, you know, mid-early 2000s when Survivor first premiered where, like, the villain aspect of reality shows was really important back then. And I think Survivor saw itself more as a reality show, whereas now they see it more as a separate entity, like its own game that doesn't necessitate the need for, you know, doesn't, doesn't necessitate the need, doesn't see the need for having, like, a villain, and then they're not casting, like, Mm-mm. people specifically to be villains. And I think I said last week, like, we're never going to see Corinne Kaplan type on Survivor again, and that makes me very sad because I, I love those types of players on these shows, but I I just don't see it anymore. I think we're in a post, like, straight-up villain era of reality TV when it comes to, like, Survivor. Yeah, and we know we talked about this, I think, a little bit on the Have Not Room at the uh, towards the end of this current. It, was past it may have been the Have Not Room that we talked no, about. I, it on. I think we did. Yeah. I think we talked about it in both places. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> really lamenting the fact that yeah. villains are slowly disappearing from my TV. Yeah, no, I mean, I I'm a big fan of like villains. Like I, at the very least, like I think there's a way to be a reality TV villain mm. without being like an actual bad person. Uh, and I think that like a lot of these shows have kind of given up on trying to thread that needle. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it kind of, I, I agree that, uh, like the villains that we have had in the past couple of seasons have been, uh, you know, more in the, in the vicinity of like Shan or, uh, Omer to a degree last season, uh, where they're just kind of doing devious things and like being giddy about it. And it's like, that's fun. I think that's kind of like the floor for what I would consider to be a good villain. Um, yeah, it's just we haven't really like kind of gotten near what the ceiling has been historically. Yeah, we'll just we'll never get another Russell. I mean, like, well, oh, well, I died. Definitely. No. <laughs> yeah, def- we're never going to get a Russell. That's for sure. I think one, I think Tony kind of like edged in on that archetype and now people want to be like tony but like also russell uh did some very mean-spirited things that are funny to watch but uh, i don't think people want to come off like that not in this day and age anyways they should just like really build up a pr team just have like a pure like problematic person season (laughs) just like just like it's problematic versus problematic. Just mm. that that would that would that would crush ratings. That could that can yeah. be that could be their 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 uh, their ace in the hole is if they start to lose ratings. That's that's yep. Bring, bring this season we're bringing back. John Rocker back and we're adding yeah. Casey Anthony also <laughs> to the cast. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. I I think that like that the mindset that you have to be problematic to be a good villain is mm-hmm. like i think the reason why these shows gave up on trying to get good villains because like yeah. i think that all you need is somebody who's just like very full of themselves and like cocky to a degree that is like completely unattainable or realistic and you just throw them in and they're like uh 
if they happen to do well, then you have like a really good season long villain who probably can't win the game and has like a really good end game downfall uh, where they like lose in the final trial of council or they, you know, get cut in some way. Uh, like there's, it's very, very unlikely that a player like that is actually going to succeed and win. Um, but you get like that season long arc. And if they don't, if they burn out fast, then you get like a really good, like three, four episode arc at the start of the season to kind of carry you through the beginning phase of the game. Uh, but like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like, I feel like the biggest thing is that Survivor has stopped casting people who are uh, like full of themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like there's like they they there's kind of like this uh, stereotype of like a reality TV like fame whore, uh, but I think there's like kind of a a parallel to that, which is the the person who is not actually going on reality TV for fame, but like they uh acknowledge that it's a tv show and they want to like play into that kayfabe a little bit a la mm. like a johnny fair play um and so i i just think that's kind of what's missing is like that kind of secret sauce and finding somebody who's like kind of either like willing to like really sell that character or somebody who is legitimately kind of a delusional person like i think that somebody who uh we've seen recently uh, on Survivor uh, is Angelina, who uh, I would say is like the closest thing to an older school like villain that we've got. And like Angelina is like still talked about as like a, a beloved character who uh, uh, is probably going to be tapped for uh, an All Star season as long as her like family doesn't you know stop her from coming back again. So mm-hmm. I, I think that like casting in that right, uh, vein of villain is like where Survivor is missing right now. I think I think my one and I'm just getting all my thoughts off from not talking for the first yeah, two weeks. Yeah. What I think one of my main concerns is is that I really I really like the place that Survivor's at now, but I can't imagine them doing a few more seasons of, of um, staying in the same like comfortability zone as the, of this of having like a lot of very very likable super fan players on each season, and I mean it just it's also just a product of the show that's been on for for twenty plus years. So um, th- that that is what it is, but I I I think my concern is that you know, eventually it's just gonna feel like we're doing the same thing every season of like mm-hmm. you know we have a lot of people that know the game very well, they're pretty likable, they have good backstories. Uh, there's not gonna be a whole lot of conflict in terms of like what we just said of like of like a villain. It's gonna be more so of people that are smartly playing the game or or dumbly playing the game. It's either gonna be one or two, but there's not gonna be a whole lot of like conflict of like i fucking hate this person i just want them to get out of this game or 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 Mm -hmm. vice versa like i i know this person's bad and that's why i'm gonna bring them along it just like my my hope is that we'll somehow find a way to to gap that like you said there is a way to to cast uh villains without having problematic people on i Uh, i am i'm holding out hope for this season for one person that we we should talk about next because that's the next scene uh and that is ellie i think ellie is like the potential person this season who could fill that archetype, but it's like we're kind of setting the stage right now for that, like potentially an Angelina 2.0. Mm-hmm. I think um, it's so interesting because being like a long time fan, um, ah, 10 years ago, let's say, all of the people 
watching the show were like, why do they cast these people who don't know Survivor, these models slash actors who are just trying to further their career? Uh, why don't they cast super fans? And now all the people online complaining the other way. So you didn't know how good you had it back then with the model slash actor. And I would be in favor of a season of just find 18 people in this country who have just the vague notion of what Survivor is, but have not watched it, you know, at least in the last like 15 years and put them on an island. Let's see what happens. Yeah, we get Survivor Fiji. We get Survivor Fiji, which I think is a decent season, personally. But uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I also think an, all, an all-star season, too. Like we just talked about with Angelina. I think something like that would would possibly be like the, the band-aid to put and it's not even an issue really at this point. I don't think it is, but it just potentially could be. I think that would be t- that would be like the band-aid to put over that wound of of just having yeah. it be seem too repetitive would be to have all stars uh, people that people that know that they're gonna have to maybe get a little bit nasty to to, yeah. to play the game the way they want to. So I think I, they they could do because so all stars was season seven and after this season um they have six seasons of to use of people who they haven't had any chance to take anyone from for all stars. Plus like a lot of other people from the thirties who didn't have a chance to make an all-star season. I think they can make a good all-star cast of people that we haven't seen for three, four or five times. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like I, I know like second chances too has been bandied about, uh, you know, for like the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I, I think that like something like that like could make sense, um, and I do think there is a good pool to pull from. Um, yeah, and again, anything to uh, to get Angelina back onto TV, uh, I'm a hundred percent for. Um, which is again, why well, I, I I really I I'm I'm holding out a lot of hope right now that Ellie lasts at least mm-hmm. into the merge this season uh, because yeah. there's there is a lot of potential here for like a really good. Uh, like I said, delusional, uh, like very full of themselves, uh, overly confident villain who is uh, kind of not really, <laughs> not really, uh, you know, matching the uh, the energy that they're putting out, but is very cocky in confessionals and like saying, as Brian and I talked about last week, some wild stuff, <laughs> yeah. sometimes wildly condescending stuff. Uh, so like, I, I'm, uh, I'm very hopeful. So with that being said, uh, we cut here uh, over to the, uh, I believe, the Baca camp. Um, yeah, is, Baca. Uh, is this, yeah, uh, where um, we have Ellie uh, with Janine uh, cooking up uh, a bit of a, a spicy idea here, uh, bringing Sammy in the plan for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why. I don't know why three people were needed for this plan. Uh, I feel like I feel like one to two people would have been fine. Um, but yeah, the last uh, last episode, uh, Janine looked in uh, Gabler's bag to confirm the rules on his temporary idol, uh, to confirm that he can use it uh, for one more tribal council that he attends and that it isn't dead yet. So Ellie is cooking up this plan to try and gauge whether Gabler understands the rules of his idol, and if he doesn't, try to trick him into not playing it the next time they go to a tribal council so that they can vote him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, which hey. I love, and I loved what Sammy did with it afterwards as well, and we'll talk about. But, like, 
this is like the kind of creative gameplay that I'm here for. Yes, Gaslight, Gatekeep, Girl Boss, Ellie, the Ellie experience. Um, it's funny. It's funny. You, it's funny you bring up her, her like being the I guess like the villain type role of uh, this season because I I told I was talking about with my wife that she comes off to me as like a as like a um, a less likable uh, Aubrey in terms oh. of like claims to be the super fan like st- think she's very strategic and I I liked uh, Aubrey a lot but like she's uh um yeah I, and especially because this like immediately like unfolded and it was such like a cringe moment too of her like walking away like oh we got him and it's just like <laughs> just like it's the it, it's yeah. funny too because G- Gabler's like uh. I feel like I feel like each season we have now, you have like one older player that is it's pretty good. Like we had we had Mike last year, who was probably the better of the older players. And then we have um, somebody like the guy from Forty One, um, what's his name, uh, Brad, Brad, who um, <laughs> who you know was just really yeah. just kind of just out of his element. Where I feel like Gabler is probably like somewhere like pretty in in the middle. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting that she just like they just think that this guy is like an absolute idiot. This guy who is a uh, who's a heart surgeon or heart or a heart specialist, whatever he is. I would, um, I would be very offended if I was him. Like, you think I don't know how to read? Like, I, <laughs> things. It's like a novel. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of like, it's like a paragraph or two. <laughs> given, given he was the guy in the first episode to say, you know, what, I'm just going to draw rocks. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Oh, yeah, I'm going to draw insane. rocks anyway, whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah. I did laugh. I did think it was very funny where she was like, "Yeah, I think I'm closer to Gabler," and Sam was like, "You think you're closer to Gabler?" He was like, actually offended. That that was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so. That's like that's the that's the entertainment I was talking about. That stuff like that, I, I do. I really liked. The bright um, side of having a 19 year old is like he maybe yeah. doesn't know when to not like say his thoughts out loud, like in that moment of just being like white. Like you think a you're closer. Of- a lot of lonely nights in the, that that pet crematory in Las Vegas. Yeah, what a what a weird job. But I love him. I love it. Yeah, I I mean uh, I think I said this yeah uh, last week too. It's like uh, it's it it kind of sets the tone for like the the quality of players in this tribe that like a nineteen year old kid that like still needs to get rides from his mom from the convenience store is like mm-hmm. by far the best player on the tribe. Like. <laughs> What is going on? Yeah, what a what a quote that was. If I if it's raining out, I get a ride from my mom. Where I wait inside and I or I, and I get a snack. I was just <laughs> like, what is he talking about? Yeah, it, it it definitely like made me be like, oh yeah, he is very young. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he doesn't look that young, but he he's he's a little kid, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know what your guys what are you guys thoughts on like is. Is there, if you're going to survive her, right, and you mm. hear somebody is 22, do you look at them differently than if they had told you they were 19? No. I, yeah. I, yeah, I would just go off how the act and the vibe they go off. Cause like someone could be like in their 30s and still be like immature wild card versus like someone, uh, like Michael from, uh, Ghost Island. Mm-hmm. He was 18, but he carried himself in a pretty mature way most of the time. Um, so I, I wouldn't judge on what their age was, and I wouldn't think 22 and 18 were the biggest of differences, or 22 and 19, rather. I, I, I think it's just, like, that natural stigma about, like, any, like most people under 21 are just seen as, like, kids. So I mm-hmm. think it's, like, 
It's like a McLovin thing. You just like <laughs> you just like you gotta like jack it up and say you're a little, even a little bit older than twenty one, so they think that you're just a seasoned vet. Yeah. So, uh, well, this is the this is like the fun awkward situation of like uh, um, if he's like in a post merge thing and like it's a reward challenge where there's alcohol and he has to be like, oh, I don't drink, you know, yeah. as opposed to like, oh, the the producers will not legally allow me to drink. <laughs> And then everyone's going to be like, hmm, maybe this guy is actually 19 or 20. <laughs> it's just, no, to me, I just, I don't think I would, like, I, I don't think that 19 versus 22 would register in my brain at all as, mm-hmm. like, in a significant difference. So uh, it, it's very odd to me. I think it's like, Gina Sokolowski also lied about her age in a similar yeah, way. I do wrong. think when I was 19, I would have thought yes, it would matter. Exactly. So, like, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Well, I get it from his perspective. It's just like, it, it's one of those things where it's like, when he says that, and I think that also, uh, as you mentioned, like, um, uh, is it Michael, right, from Ghost Island? Mm-hmm. Uh, also lied about his age when he was 18. I think he said he was 21 or 22 as well. Yeah. Um, he was also an, like an 18 year old real estate agent. Yeah, like, and he was like ripped mm-hmm. and jacked. He just did not look 18 at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Yeah, so I I just um I don't know I think lying about your age from in that way is just kind of silly I don't know yeah if future eighteen and nineteen year old players on Survivor it's just it, it doesn't seem worth it to me or say you're like, forty you know. just say you're forty and just stick yeah. with that yeah you got the like Andy Milanakis uh, <laughs> disease in the end I don't think anybody would be like that guy just fucking lied lied to me about his age like I don't think anybody would do that. You'd be like, oh, I'm 40. They'd be like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And like, I don't know. Maybe, I guess maybe like around the camp, like things we don't see probably, it probably like uh, when people are just talking, I mean, like he'll probably, he probably like will slip up eventually and be like, yeah, well, when I graduated high school last year, when I immediately to the yeah. pet, pet crematory academy. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah. yeah um, uh, it'll be interesting to see if they go to travel council again, what happens. Um, hopefully Ellie sticks around, like you said. Ben, uh, she's been mm-hmm. delivering so far. Um, it's so funny you, you think that she's like Aubrey because, like, I feel like most of the internet says she's like a Michelle, which Ben and I disagreed with on the last yeah, episode. So I'm glad that you funny. came in here with Aubrey. That's very. I think, I think she just looks and sounds like Michelle. I think is why people mm-hmm. are drawing that because uh, I think that I think she she has like a she has like a hint of Michelle's face, and I think she kind of sounds like Michelle. Like the way she talks, like I don't, I don't know, like I, I don't remember where Michelle is from. She's, they're saying that Ellie is from uh, Atlanta, Georgia, and currently resides in Salt Lake. Like I don't know if it's like a regional thing, but like I, I thought that the way she talks and she slightly looks like Michelle too, because I, I thought Michelle as well. So I, I think, I think those are the two factors why people think that. I think gameplay wise, I don't think it's like she's like Michelle at all. Michelle was such like a, a timid puppy her first like entire half of her season. Yeah, yeah. Michelle's also from Jersey. Jersey. Oh, so not even, not even, no. Yeah, just, just um, north of Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're basically neighbors, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that she looks or... <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, it's literally just like... I I don't see any similarities between them other than they're both white women. I just don't at all. I, I don't think, know where this came from. <laughs> I think if she was on any other show and I saw her, I wouldn't think Michelle, but I think it's just like... I think it's like yeah. you're my brain like naturally doing like, Oh, she looks like this person that was also on this show. And mm-hmm. she's not like, I wouldn't be like they're twins. I'd be like, 
there's like a faint there's like a faint look like there but i think it's the voice for me i don't i, I don't know i have to actually hear her talk now i could just be completely talking out of my ass mm-hmm. no i mean like i said like the archetype vibes that she gives me are way closer to angelina mm-hmm. like that's kind of the, and where i'm leaning as far as like uh who she reminds me of and as like a as a, a windshell stan uh it's it's insulting (laughs) like i love ellie as a character but she is horrifically bad at survivor Mm -hmm. uh and it's very insulting to me as like a huge michelle fan that people have compared her to michelle michelle is also like i guess i i i I, we haven't recorded since i've finally seen the winners at war um shell one of my like well probably one of probably probably my favorite like character arc in all of survivor was between her from her first season and the winners at war um uh i think it was just it was like night and day between the two different players mm. very glad you came in third, third. yeah mm-hmm. still never get voted off so nope pretty good yep. um the only multi uh multi-season player to never get voted off medivac or quit and also not not, not even the drag out something that I, I watched like six months ago or whatever we're at now but um uh, very wild the the cut from um the cut to the finale of like when covid is just starting to break out and all that w- wild to like watch and, and rewind like that it's mm. crazy it was crazy it's like i can't i can't imagine like the, uh, what it was like for the producers and for the people watching the show to have like the finale go down like that of what was supposed to be like their their marquee season I know. for for to wrap up like the entire uh the entire lifespan of the show. That yeah, that was that was wild to see. They did pretty good at his garage, though. I will say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks, it looks good. It was yeah, it's very of a time. Everyone on Zoom, uh, zooming into the finale. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, yeah. Um, did you guys know Cassidy was on Survivor? Because uh, <laughs> okay. she's on like Survivor. I, uh, <laughs> look, I mentioned this last week it, as well. Cassidy to me. If, if anybody is giving me Michelle vibes, it's Cassidy. Uh, she she popped up in this episode, and I was I literally said out loud, I go, who is that? All of Twitter was just like, who's Cassidy? What is happening? I was like, wait a minute, that's not that's not the 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 older lady, right? That's not Lindsay. And I was right. like, wait, no, she has tattoos. Yeah, we got a little bit of Cassidy, which I thought was good. Um, but this is really the Carla show over here on yeah. Blue Team. Uh, she stole the episode, at least for me. Um, you know, one, I think she's being set up to go very deep into this season. And then two, she really impressed me getting those beads. I am now 100% sure I could not do this. If I had this idol, I don't think I could pull this off. So, Paul, I, I, I didn't listen to your guys' episode last week, so I, I, I don't know what was discussed or our episode last week. Um, uh, I, I love this twist so much more than the stupid, like weird saying, uh, I think it's so much more creative. Uh, and I, yeah, I thought, I thought, uh, she, she, uh, she did amazing. Um, I think that the way that she played it of like wanting to make like a, a, a necklace for her, uh, her wife and like, uh, saying that, you know, Almost playing it off like she thinks she she would be one to go, like she wants to leave that everyone something for to remember her by. I just thought I thought that was that that was just uh, really well done. I did I did laugh uh, when he said that he would give her her sock. <laughs> her face was like oh. so one 
gross. I don't want your sock on Survivor. You don't want my socks on Survivor. Like, that's just short of let's trade underwear. Like, no. and I, I really like, I really like the scenario too with this that it's, it's like you're, you're more so relying on your internal tribe rather than relying on others to hopefully find the clue and then say the dumb saying. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it just, it, 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 it just flows so much better. Uh, and also, and also like more props to the production crew after like all the shit that they were getting after 41. Like they really have taken things that they did well or did semi well and like adapted or things they did bad and adapted to make them uh, better for the show. So uh, kudos to them. And it's like, it's something that, uh, that they can probably just keep going. Cause this is so subtle. The whole bead thing. Like, like I guarantee you there's like things that happen off, off camera or things that don't, that don't make the, uh, that don't make the final cut of like people just doing things like this, like trading stuff around, like, Oh, I want to take this home, things like that. Uh, so I, I thought it was really interesting to watch. And yeah, I agree. I thought, I thought she did really well. I was, I was impressed. I was a little nervous for her at first, but she, she did really well. Yeah. So to all future survivors, bring things you don't care about to barter with people just in case. Yeah. Uh, hundred percent. Uh, I also, I, I agree. I think that this is a, a better version of the weird twist. Uh, I think the only bad thing about this is that it's not really replicable past next season. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah. uh, I think like anytime anybody is going to do something even in the vein of this on 45 or beyond, uh, there's going to be a lot of raised eyebrows. Like <laughs> mm, you're doing some weird task to get an idol, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, I've said it before. We can go back to two tribes. We can go back to how the idol usually is. It's fine. Like these were mm-hmm. neat uh, little experiments, but it's okay to go back to what yes. worked before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That too. Yeah, well, I mean, there were there was like a there was like a group of seasons, like a a run where they did a lot of like uh, hiding the idol at challenges, for instance. Yeah, do that. Uh, they, that was they fun. Tried that. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, I think like I think keeping it like fresh and mixing it up uh, is good, uh, so that people aren't just like you know, oh, there's a hole in this tree. Oh, I have an idol now. Like yeah, you know, ma- making it a little bit more interesting than that, like a little bit, you know further steps than just like, you know, looking in the usual spots for where you would expect idols to be hidden. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that it has a social element to it. And uh, like I mentioned before, I, I think that uh, while I'm not the, the biggest fan of the island game thing that they do still, uh, I do think this is a better version than mm. the ship wheel version that they had done in 41 and 42. Yeah. Um, how did I don't play inside again? It's been it's been long enough. I feel like where you could you could do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I'm just really glad. Well, now I'm I'm, sorry, I'm really glad someone got the idol and didn't tell someone else. Mm-hmm. She didn't tell anybody this, right? She didn't tell anybody. No. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was can, so, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, yeah. Then, so nice you to not have someone get a get a, uh, an idol or advantage and immediately tell someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it can still get blown up um, because other people know, like, you had to get the beads. And it's like, oh, did anyone ask for your bead? Like, oh, yeah, Carla asked for my bead. Okay, now we know Carla has the idol. But I do like that, like you said, someone just kept something to themselves for once. It's good. Mm-hmm. You know, I, hey, yeah. Marianne did that in one last season, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, and, uh, and like Dylan said, this is, like, more subtle than the phrases were, like, by 
you know, like by the end of both 41 and 42, everyone kind of knew where all of the idols were because of the phrases. Mm. Whereas here, uh, it's a lot more kind of under wraps and there's like only four people in the game at this point that know the, how the beads work. So it's like, it's possible yeah. that Free it can spread to tonight. everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, true. Yeah. Free after tonight. Uh, and um, yeah, so it's possible that it could spread to everybody. But it's a lot harder for it to spread to everybody. Mm -hmm. It it would be have to be like, uh, oh, uh, Cody asked for all these beads. Oh wait, Carla also asked for all these beads. Oh hold on, person three from Coco also asked for all these beads. What a wild coincidence that they all yeah. were like trying so hard to get beads from people, and somebody would have to actually detective that together. Mm -hmm. Whereas like the stupid phrases at the challenge were kind of very in your face. Uh, and kind of everyone eventually figured it out. Uh, mm. So, yeah, I appreciate that as well. Yeah. What do we all think of Noelle uh, taking her leg off to do this challenge? What a beast. Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's got to be so heavy to swim with that. Oh, yeah. I would I would imagine. <laughs> like, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did get a little nervous when they pulled away and I didn't see, like, her, her leg in the boat or anything like that. Climb up that area. mountain. Like, do I get mm -hmm. my leg back? No, you left like a, it. Like a cheeky yeah. moment in the thing. Like, yeah. oh, fuck, I forgot my leg. The ride Owen's back. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this challenge was great because it was so even, like, up the whole time. No one was lagging. Everyone was going. And then, obviously, the Red Trap blew it on the puzzle. But it was actually, like, an exciting challenge. Yeah. Um, I... I feel like there's a point, right, where, uh, well, I was I was wondering um, before we got to the, the camp scenes uh, after the challenge, mm -hmm. if they, if like the tribe leaders or whoever, whoever was making decisions on the the order of uh, of play in the challenge, whether like Neko was stuck on the puzzle again against her will, mm -hmm. because like maybe like she was like very adamant about like not being. Uh, good in the water or something or like somebody was like uh you know no we have to be you know this this competitive this parts on this uh physical aspect but like you would think after her performance at the last puzzle that like she would not have done this <laughs> that mm -hmm. just seems that's just was perplexing to me that according to cody afterwards at least she insisted that she got a second try in the puzzle uh and she looked so lost like she did not like she's in both puzzles that she did mm. did not even seem like she knew what planet she was on never mind what puzzle she was solving yeah it was it was not great for sure it was uh you know we've all been there uh i'm not i'm not a good puzzle person so i, I felt her on that mm -hmm. Uh, it's tough because I, I I like I like Neko, but it it, is, mm -hmm. it it does get to the point too where it's like, well, if she's not contributing to the puzzles, she's not contributing to the physical aspects of, of 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 it, and they're not really showing her, um, doing like super well in the social aspect, other than just reminding Jesse of his mom. Um, yeah, I, mean, I guess you don't at that point. I you just don't have like that great of a player, mm -hmm. and they made it seem like that she was like very adamant that she was good at puzzles too. So. Stinks. I, I liked her and I liked her. I liked her story. But as soon as I feel like as soon as, as soon as they showed her backstory with uh, with her village yeah. and all that, I kind of I do I think I, th I think I knew that was it just based on where we were in the season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I did. Yeah. I did at least appreciate that they they showed both Noel and Neca's backstory in this episode, mm -hmm. so that you couldn't like read the edit in that way necessarily. Yep. Uh, but I I did go into the trial council feeling like relatively confident that Neca was gonna go, uh, particularly after Noel was in. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just so tough in these six person tribes. Like, yeah, you could. In in a ten person tribe, you can be like mediocre to bad at challenges, but get through on your social bonds. But like, you really can't. You can get through one vote apparently with this, and then if you lose again, it's just like okay, you you have to vote. You know the person who's lagging in the challenges off, or we're gonna get decimated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I I will say, do you think that? NECA would have been voted off if uh, Noel had not gone to the island. Yeah, I think probably, I yeah. 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 I just, I just think they, they're down to four now. Um, the no, at least from like the previous two seasons, there's not a swap coming. Mm -hmm. Or at least like, I would feel strongly if I were in their position that they're, they're just going to do the same thing, merge at 13. Um, with no swap, so I you really can't lose anymore. Uh, yeah, agreed. I agreed. I, I never got like I never thought that Dwight was was even like really entertaining the idea of of um uh of not going with um uh what's her name? Sorry, I, I keep forgetting. I'm I'm still getting caught up on names. Oh, Noel. On uh on uh Noel. So yeah. uh, no, I, no, I I don't I don't think so. Um. Yeah, and I I don't know I I don't I don't necessarily disagree with Jesse um, uh, and uh, and is it Cody going against mm -hmm. um, going against and voting her out? I guess you run the risk too. I mean I don't know if there'll be a twist this season where they split it into two tribes instead of going to like a full merge or not. But I guess like if that does happen, you run the risk of your three getting split up, even if you team up against Noel and, and Dwight here. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I do think that strength and challenges is probably the most important part at this point, rather than having the, the numbers. So, and, and for the viewer, it's going to create conflict next week. I think there's like good conflict in two different tribes now. Um, uh, I tribe names, I'm going to try to remember, but the, the other one with Gabler and all them, I think that's another interesting tribe if they go mm -hmm. to, uh, tribal. So, uh, yeah, I, in the end, it was, I think it was, a. Uh, it's it's a it's a lose lose because they lost. So I I think they probably ended up making the right decision, and I think that it was probably always her once they lost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting if they do go back because now we have uh, we have Noel going to the island and uh, James and uh, Owen agree to basically just like hand her an advantage uh, with like a promise that like if they all come back together at a merge they'll work together and they have a trust now. Uh, and she gets a steal a vote. So now with a four-person tribe, she has a steal a vote, and Cody has an idol. And so this is going to be kind of an interesting <laughs> tension here yeah. of like, you know, if they go to another tribal council, uh, if the vote pushes towards Cody, and it becomes obvious that that's happening because Noel uses her steal a vote on Cody or Jesse, Cody could use his idol and basically nullify the entire thing and then noel might still go anyways uh so it's very interesting well, can, uh, kind of tension here split the vote right 
They can, yes. Yeah. Yes. If they so, see the vote. So correct. She, if she's smart, she can cover her bases. You know, yes. and that is that vote. is a plan that her and um and um oh my god, what's her name? The second boot. Um Justine. 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 Her and Justine did do uh they failed to do it because they thought they had Justine's <laughs> yeah. vote and they didn't. But they did try and do that uh last week, so um, that is hopefully something that they'll think about where if it's, it's three to one, they turned it into a two to one to one, mm. uh, and at least are able to, uh, to force Jesse out in the revote if Cody plays an idol. I do. I, I do like that. I, I do like that try, but I like that duo of Cody and Jesse too. I think those are potentially two very strong players, especially Cody and Jesse was also, Jesse was also featured very prominently in like all the season promotions also. So, like, take that for whatever you will. I also just think he probably has more of the nice, like, heartwarming story as well, going from jail to having a PhD from Harvard. So, yeah. that's uh, that could be why. But it, like I said, he was featured a lot in the season promo. So, who yeah, knows? Jesse, Carla, the stars of the show right now, and then Ali uh, is like probably the third, and Cody mm-hmm. maybe in that third role. Um, yeah, I mean, th- this was interesting. I mean. I guess she really must have just convinced them that she was being honest and like, hey, I'm screwed. Like I like I'm so on the bottom on of this tribe and they were just like, uh, we both feel comfortable in our position enough to just try to curry some favor here and they do have a bond now, right? They all have a little shared hike and experience and uh thought it was you know, it was interesting. That, uh, I think I just gave it to her like that. I think she probably genuinely felt like that too. Being oh yeah, she from, was from, from the tribe yeah. and all that too. Like a, I, 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 I think that yeah, because you would have just assumed that was like a solid three. So uh, she definitely did need it. And like just to confirm, also the the steel vote is good continuously. It wasn't it seems just one. So. Yeah, yeah, probably to like the final five or so. Usually is when these expire. Yeah, I'll probably I think six is what they've been. Doing, but like it doesn't yeah. matter it, it's it's like it's probably good for at least a while now um which i think is better than a temporary idol maybe yeah it depends so. it depends on yeah. where you are like gabler's yeah. temporary idol is coming in very clutch for him right now yeah. but uh yeah it also depends if uh you'll probably use a steal a vote because obviously that has not been historically uh, the case. <laughs> no it has not Despite what people tried to tell us in 41, it's not. Well, yeah, I, I think like I think an extra vote is not that powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a steal of vote is uh, yeah, definitely it's like much two more votes. powerful. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically like two steal votes. Um, yeah. It's a, it's like uh, it's a more uh, more drastic swing to the point where I I would actually say it's like on par with an idol in uh, some circumstances mm-hmm. uh, and like more flexible than an idol in others. So. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it's good if you're Owen or James to just give this up to her, right? Cause you know, she's playing for it. Uh, and is it really worth it to like 50, 50 potentially lose a vote? If, especially if you're Owen, like when you're in a potential three, <laughs> two, um, it's just like, it feels completely unnecessary to take that risk. Mm-hmm. Um, when like, I think Owen's like one of the safer people, if not like the safest person in this tribe right now. Mm. Uh, that's another, and, I mean, uh, yeah, that's also an, in a good spot. 
that's another that's another play i mean i like i like a lot of players for what it's worth in my in my pool i have uh i have geo so i i, I would say geo is probably more in like the the middle bottom but i i like um I like I, there's just a lot of players I really like in the season, but uh, Owen Owen's one of them. Owen's like very interesting. I could see him potentially just being like a, just being kind of like a side player, almost like even right now he's kind of just caught in the middle. But all, I mean, I guess all it really takes is you going in a different direction in one swing vote, and you're kind of uh, all of a sudden uh, the guy or the woman mm-hmm. um, or the them. So uh, yeah, I like him a lot. There's just he said another great season it's um well casted it's uh i'm enjoying it a lot yeah um the travel was fun i think jesse you know he, he shined a little bit jeff loves him obviously jeff is a huge fan uh, his, his survivor man crush of the season is jesse but uh yeah i thought it was a fun uh them all giving their ranking on what they think's gonna happen and going back and forth and uh yeah yeah i thought it was, i thought it was a good tribal for not a particularly intense vote like like we said i felt going in that it was probably going to be her so the fact that it was her was not a surprise it, it, it was still a blindside though because like NECA did say she was nine out of ten confident and then nine and a half out of ten confident the vote was going to go her way and then mm. nope so there was also absolutely like zero uh, talk before going into it of like them getting cute and trying to vote for Cody or Jesse, so that that's also when you just when you when you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, look, uh, I was like ninety percent, like you know, if we're gonna use the scale, I was a nine out of ten going in <laughs> that uh, yeah. that Neca was going, and then after uh, Noel didn't use her advantage, I was a nine and a half. So there you go. Yeah, it's like when when she didn't use it, it's like yeah, she feels comfortable enough not to. Then it's probably gonna go her way, or she got snowed insanely hard somehow. Yeah, I think if she got snowed, then we would have seen that, right? Like mm-hmm. that—that's kind of was my read. Is like, like unless they were gonna do another, you know, genius extreme ways style flashback of like her getting snowed, or like you know, in the in the previous or the previously on segment thing they're doing now at the start of next week, mm-hmm. where they show that it's like. I feel like that's you would give probably Jesse the credit for that if he were to pull a move like that off. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't even really try to sell that at all. Like, no, it, the whole thing was just about Jesse and Cody kind of grappling with uh, not wanting to vote out NECA, but realizing that they had to. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, yeah I, I'm liking this season. I, I just love Survivor. I'm so glad that we're back talking about it. I'm so glad that the show's back and it's good. Um, and next week should be interesting. We're going kind of old school here back to like Pearl Island style where someone's going to get to steal something from someone else's camp, which is always fun. Um, I mean, Sandra set the bar so high when she went and stole stuff from the, uh, the Morgan tribe back in the day. So hopefully whoever goes, it seemed like hinted, maybe it was Noel, maybe they just put it into a, you know, picked a good sound bite to make it seem like it's gonna be her, but whoever goes is gonna to have to bring it, live up to the to the mm-hmm. history of this. Yep. You also have fair play that that little pissant. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> little John. Awesome. Oh man. Pearl Eyes is so good. Yeah. Pirates plunder, pirates steal. 
still, still gotta, still gotta watch it. That's one that's like, um, that's that's pretty much one I've been saving almost, almost for last. I mean, obviously, I'm biased from it being one of my favorite seasons yeah. for like my whole life, but I really do think it's a great season. I'm also, I'm also a huge Rupert guy too. So, and the theming is just so great. Like yeah. they really yeah. go all out for it. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, and it's just like the narrative like storytelling on it is like it's just next level like, you, you don't really get that kind of level of like you know uh like narrative storytelling out of reality tv <laughs> right <laughs> um but yeah it just kind of it kind of just plays out like perfectly mm-hmm. like, like pretty much as close to perfect as you can expect to see as in the go from like a narrative perspective uh and the characters are just like top notch yep one time I played a slot machine of Survivor uh, at, mm-hmm. I think, Mohegan Sun. And one of the things you had to, like, pick one of the logos. And it is obviously from, like, the All-Star era. So there were only, like, the first seven logos. But I picked Pearl Islands. I won a bunch of money. So it's it special place in my heart for that, too. <laughs> oh, All right. Um, anything else, I guess, from this episode or from the season so far? Nope. That's all I got for me. Thumbs up. Keep it. Keep it going. Yeah, happy to be back talking Survivor with you guys. Obviously, Mm -hmm. it's always highlight of my week. So, hopefully, it's a highlight of all of yours watching this. It is. All right, you guys want to shout out your socials? Yeah, DJ Clubberlang on Twitter. You know, you know, you know the drill. And then follow everything on everybody on everything else. But follow me on Twitter. That's where I do all my ranting and yelling and all that. And Brian, Brian and I will eventually, uh, hopefully very soon, uh, with the chaos of life starting to, right. to wind down with the with, with fall, um, we'll get back to Wicked Good Show because I had a lot of fun in the first uh, two or three episodes that we did coming back on that. So yes. uh, keep your eye out for that. We'd we'll love to have you on, Ben, just to talk about uh, conspiracies and and, uh, and movies and TV. Yes, uh-huh. that'd, be, that'd be very fun, Ben, you get to come on for that. Um I guess first and foremost, please subscribe to Better Radio, the channel that this is on. If you're watching on YouTube, we're so close to 100 subscribers. We're like two away now. We'll get custom URL. It helps us in the search a lot. Uh, we really appreciate it. So please, please subscribe. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the fake BMR, this BMARR. New main channel video. I know that's insane. First one in like eight months, but new uh, main channel video on all the cheating controversies and chess poker and fishing happening right now uh, i had a lot of fun with that it's also has like a thousand views out of nowhere from like just yesterday which is great because i barely shared it anyway so youtube blessed us uh with the algorithm hopefully it continues going that way and uh maybe check it out give it a like give it a comment help it out there yeah that's uh, uh definitely uh you know uh the the theme of the the theme of the week on that is beads uh and uh yes and i included a survivor shout out because it involves uh garrett from survivor in one of the stories so Mm -hmm. very fun it ties in there you go garrett adelstein second boot of survivor (laughs) 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 making waves yep um Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Ben Sharon, uh, Sharon with two R's, and you can follow the channel on Twitter at WG Everything, and you can follow it on basically every other social media platform at Wicked Good Everything. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, yeah, Twitch, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, of course. 
Uh, and then this is uh, Blind Siders, as Brian mentioned, on the Better Radio YouTube channel. And it's also the Blind Siders on every major podcasting platform in case you want to switch it up one of these days mm -hmm. and try a different platform. Stitcher? Is that yeah. sort of thing? Probably. Yeah, and we're, we're, I think we're on. We should be on there. We should we're be on, on everything. Yeah, we're yeah, on everything. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you can check us out there. Uh, and until then, uh, we will be back a week from now to talk about episode four. Uh, and hopefully the season keeps on chugging along at a good pace here. Until then, have a good one.